0: but we're all good now
1: yeah we're good i'm not i'm not nervous you're not nervous yeah i'm ready i'm ready to go well we're rolling so oh oh shit (laughs) okay uh so what's been going on man
0: um not not too much uh finishing up school um kind of sat back on the creative side but slowly um, working on some stuff on stage, just uh, figuring how I want to be as a DJ. Taking care of some stuff mentally, and uh, um, got some stuff coming up soon, which I'm really really excited about. So yeah. Well,
1: I'm excited to get into that. Um, I'm I'm kind of excited because this is my first podcast I've done in a, like three or four weeks. I've taken some time off. It's been right. it's been kind of nice. Yeah. Oh, but. it's,
0: it's always nice to just take a quick break, a breather from, you know, all of that stuff. But yeah, yeah
1: absolutely. As long as you get back into it, though, right? Oh, you have
0: <laughs> to, you have to. At a certain point, it starts calling your name and you're like, I need to get back. Yeah, I need to get back.
1: I've been slacking.
0: Oh, sometimes it do, To me, sometimes it feels like if I'm not doing music for a while, I kind of just sit there and be like. What am I doing? What, I have to be doing something. What's my purpose? Yeah, what's like, what am I What am I doing here? Like, I'm not supposed to... I'm supposed to be doing something right now. And I, I got to get <laughs> back into my music. I got to start, like, you know, doing designing and stuff, so...
1: Right, right. Yeah. So, the last time you were on, I know you were... Uh, we talked about, I think, you possibly doing a show. I can't, we can't remember if it was right. before or after, but how did that go?
0: That, that was crazy. To me, it was 24 hours before that was, like, the worst... Some of the war, like the worst day I've ever had. It was I was panicking. I was so worried. We did talk about that. We did, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I I ended up um, going on stage and panicking all the way through until I played that you know first song, and it just turned out to be the best like two hours of my life right there. Just boom, boom, and it was amazing. It was amazing. So yeah.
1: So, um, have you done any other shows since then?
0: So. Um, after that I got asked to DJ outside of LS, do you know where that is in East Lansing on, on campus?
1: LS Taco? Yes. Okay.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah. So in that like main area, I got asked to DJ outside there. So I went and did that and then for some reason I thought I'd be okay. I was like, all right, I had the show and I'm like, alright, I'm back on my feet and I went out there and I started performing and I was just like Holy shit! I'm starting to get nervous. I'm just starting. I'm just. Like, I'm like starting to panic on there. And I was just like, the sun's out. I'm fine. I'm not overheating or anything like that. This is like you know, I got friends and family out here, but it's not like a big crowd. It's just a summer day. There's you know, no college kids right now. And I'm like, I'm not feeling good at all. And my mind starts to just chirp at me. It's just barking and screaming at me. And I'm like, oh my god. And I remember I had KT there, who was like my mentor, my big brother. Uh, he came out, he like came up on stage and he was just like, like, cause I went like this. I was like, point. I'm like, dude, get, get up here right now. And he was just like, what's wrong? What's wrong? And I was like, I don't know. I feel like I'm going to throw up. I don't feel good. I'm panicking. I'm panicking. And I went through it and I, I ended up being fine, but that scared me. That really, really scared me. And I was just like, oh my God, I don't feel good at all. Mm-hmm. I don't feel good at all. I don't want to, at one point I was just like, I'm so afraid to do music again because I, I I feared that fear of it happening again um, and then I purposely booked to do LS again but that's well it was during welcome week so all the college kids would be there and you know you're gonna go to the bars everyone's gonna be outside walking and stuff right. so I remember being just for some reason I don't know was I think that was after we talked, and it wasn't because of you, I, I, prom- I <laughs> promise it wasn't because of you, but I had just the worst anxiety I've ever had, without a doubt. I know it was really bad because it was at a point where I'd feel it down my neck and it was like physical anxiety and I was just like, what the fuck? Like, it sucked. It, it really sucked. And it was all because I was afraid to perform and I was afraid of that feeling, that fear again. And I was like, it, w- it was rough. It was really rough. So I booked LS again during welcome week. And I remember just being so scared the night before I didn't sleep well. And i would like, my anxiety got so bad. I, it would wake me up from my sleep. And I was just like, I love my sleep. Like, come (laughs) on, give me, give me something here. Um, and I was super afraid, but I had KT there with me. I had again, my friends and family there and I get on stage and I start DJing and the circuits, of the stage just stopped mid djing like first 10 minutes in and i'm like i'm like okay (laughs) all right fuck i'm scared like i don't know what i'm doing here so i'm like trying to like figure it out and like katie's on stage and then i called somebody who was working who hired me to do and he came by and every 10 to 15 minutes it kept cutting out it kept cutting out and i was just like is it because i'm taking too much power i don't know like I know I'm Indian. I'm supposed to be good tech support, but like I, (laughs) I couldn't, I couldn't figure it out. I like, I like couldn't figure it out. And I was just like, what's, I I don't know if it's my board. Um, I'm not good on like the technology part of my board. I'm only good on like the music side of it. Mm. Um, and then, is that
1: something you've had to kind of teach yourself?
0: Yeah, I'd say majority of my music with my DJing was teaching uh, and just kind of going through it and like trial and error, uh, like feeling it out. I remember starting off with uh, my friend Kareem. Uh, That's how we started. I started DJing was with him. And then um, I owe almost all my credit to now Mr. Page, who is my DJ mentor. Ronnie Lamar Page is just levels ahead of me and he's levels ahead of the game. And he's just a phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal person. Um, So... He he helped me a lot with that. So, but yeah, with the I didn't I didn't know like the, you know the wiring and stuff like that. I mean, right? I couldn't figure it out. And then I unplugged one of the speakers and just went on one speaker. Um, so then I continued on the night. Oh my goodness! And I I just see like a crowd start to form. And then I look to my left and it's just hundreds of college kids just walking by and like stuff like that. And I'm like, okay. Oh my god. And I start to like feel nervous and anxious, but I'm like, no, I've been here before, like we can do this, whatever, blah blah blah. And then I start to really get anxious. And then I look, and I know it's okay, I can I can mention this. I won't say her name, but I look and this this old girl I used to talk to just appears with with my close friend, our mutual friend, and she just appears and now it's just like <laughs> I was like, Oh my goodness, you have to be kidding me. So there's two options right now. Um,
1: We'll Drop call, it down. Yeah. It's, it's either <laughs> Lay the I, hammer down. <laughs> I panic
0: and I, I completely fold because there's so many people and my ex is here and, you know, all of that. Or I just, I just full on. Show sure, her who you really are. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> is that light? No, nah, it's, it's all good. But uh, yeah, and I, I went in and I don't know what it is. When my back was against the wall, I was just like, shoot, like, let's just go do this. And I did it and I had a great time. and. Uh, um at that moment, after I, like, came back to my uh, apartment, I, like, sat and realized, and I think it was actually my brother that told me this, or someone who was there with me told me, he goes, that was your biggest performance number-wise, and you didn't even realize it. Because I was I was so focused, but it was, like, literally hundreds and hundreds, and then it turned into, like, a thousand at least. Wow. At least. Not in front of me, per se, but just right. walking by and right. hearing me play. Um, and that was basically... It was my hardest time as a DJ to get to that point. Prior hand, I was really struggling and it was really hard. And then, boom, I just did, like, my biggest thing.
1: That is insane. I've seen some of your uh, Instagram posts, like, when you're DJing. I'm like, dang, that looks like a party. It looks pretty intense.
0: Yeah, it it is. And I think um, it's one of those things is, like, the reason why I DJ is, like, I'm in control of your emotions. So, like, when I'm watching, like, when I start DJing, like... One of the things that me and my doctor are working on is just, like, instead of me focusing on, like, me as the DJ, like, start watching your audience and, like, crowd and how they react. And I, like, start to play my music. And I see, you know, I see a group of guys just going crazy singing their song, or, like, a few girls feeling like they're in their element, and I'm like, boom, right there. They're not worried about anything. They're singing the song. They're having the best time of their life, and I'm in control of that. Like, I, I like, start to take for granted, like, I don't want to take for granted what I'm doing there, you right. know? I mean, it's it's a blessing. I mean, no offense, but, like, I could easily make money doing, you know, a nine-to-five or working fast food. I mean, if that's mm-hmm. what you want to do and that's what you have to do, then by all means do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I shouldn't, you know, I try to teach myself, like, I shouldn't feel worried about DJing. I mean, I'm getting paid to do music. I don't really care about even getting paid. I'm, like, doing music for fun. Like, this is amazing
1: yeah you definitely shouldn't be worried about what other people think oh this episode is brought to you by red bike delivery this delivery service operates only using battery-powered eco-friendly transportation red bike delivery is there for all your delivery needs whether it's dinner for the family flowers for your partner or new house plants for your new collection red bike delivery will gladly deliver those and everything in between so what are you waiting for? Check out Red Bike Delivery on Facebook or Instagram for more information. Red Bike Delivery, because there's only one earth. I mean, you're doing you're, do, you're doing exactly what you love to do.
0: For sure. And I think
1: that that's definitely
0: something that took me a while to overcome was um, I shouldn't worry or care about what other people think. As a DJ, I think that's one of the hardest things to do is like, you can't please everyone. Yeah. There's no way yeah. you can really please everyone unless it's yeah. just like, three people in a room and y'all have the same music taste
1: and yeah and like I, i was gonna say that like some people may not like this the song you're playing but other people will probably love it
0: yeah i mean that's something i kind of um had to deal with i remember my first homecoming i like did i was i was djing and i think i did a great i i think i personally did a great job but i know that the feedback was great and i remember i was thinking i was doing so good and then they asked for the last song and I played a song and I remember like a group. I'm not going to say who it was or anything like that, but they were just like, "This is bullshit. This is awful. Like why would you play this as your last song?" and then walked away. Wow. And I let that ruin my whole night cuz I kept thinking about it. Now right. it doesn't bother me. Right. It doesn't bother me anymore, but it taught me like you can't you can't please everyone. That's if I'm if I'm trying to seek that, it's going to be a problem. I can aim for it, but it's not gonna happen.
1: Do you think it's good that maybe that happened though? Like maybe like there's those people that don't like don't like what you're doing, they don't like the song you played, and they verbalize that. And yeah, it might have like hindered you in that moment, but do you think it ultimately made you better?
0: Absolutely. I I'm gonna have to experience that at some point. And that's I'm really glad you brought that up because that's the same thing that happened when I did that show outside when there was thousands of people, is the uh, equipment failed. I've never had that happen to me. That's I, the most
1: frustrating thing. It's,
0: it's, it's terrifying and it, it's, it sucks and it's something I feared. And that was some, one of the things I was just barking in my head. It's like, what if your equipment fails? What if your equipment fails? Now as a DJ, now that I go on forward, like that could happen. Mm-hmm. Now I know how that feels. Right. It's not that terrifying and it's not really, you know, it's, <laughs> speaking of equipment, Um, <laughs> it's it's something that it's it's not as bad anymore to me. Like it's something I don't fear. Cause I've been through that and yeah. I've, you know, now also I've performed when I panic, I know what that feels. Yeah. Cause before I came here, I was just like, I've never really panicked. You know, I panic a little bit beforehand and then I go on stage and I'm boom, like I'm fine. Yeah. Now I've panicked on stage under pressure. Now I know what that's like. So
1: I think as long as you know how to channel that, right. You know how to like move move on from that and not stay in that in that spot. Yeah. That because it, it's easy to like just sit there and panic and be like, oh geez, I don't know what to do and then run off stage. Yeah. I there's there's a
0: few times I was just what like the heck is going on? <laughs> There's there's a few times I wanted to do that. Um like that first time at LA's LA, like I had to I've never had to like call KT and like like I was playing my song. I wasn't like doing stuff on my board, but I was playing my song and I was like kind of like two steps back and talking to KT like I'm so close to just, like, passing out. Like, I'm so afraid right now. Um, But for some reason, it was, I just didn't walk off, thankfully. Or, like, you know, just be like, hey, I'm done here. I'm done. I can't. Because that scares me, you know. And that's why I kind of use my fear as, like, in a good way. Like, the fear of, like, just running off stage. Or, like, the fear of, like, saying, hi, I got to stop. I got to stop. I got to stop. So I use that to be like, no, like, I'm more terrified of that than panicking on stage. I'd much rather panic on stage than just run off and, you know, let my fear win.
1: Well there's something to be said for not giving up too, right? Like even though you were you were panicking like and you decided not to give in to that, there's something something to be said about that.
0: I think um no, I appreciate you saying that because um I've now come to the point, um, I DJ now at this house, um, which is I Love the boys there. They're all. They treat me like family, and they are like my family. Um, I DJ house parties there, and um, I have this ritual now. I say before I perform, I'll always step outside right before I perform. Like there's tons of people, and I like bob and weave my way through just to step outside, and I'll look up at the sky and I'll say, uh, "No matter what emotion arises, I will chase my dream. I'm willing to die for this." So now I know that like I need to keep going no matter if I feel fear, if I fear, uh, or if I feel uh, anxious, if I feel sad, mad, frustrated, worried, um, if a bunch of people start booing me, it doesn't matter what I feel. I Mm -hmm. need to keep going. I need to chase my dream. And if I'm not chasing my dream, then I'm not living. Therefore, I feel like I'm dying, if that makes sense. Not literally dying,
1: but. Absolutely. And uh, I mean, again, that goes back to channeling and like using that as motivation, as fuel to to progress and just make yourself better.
0: Oh yeah. hundred percent. I think that, I think I, I
1: found a new approach to my, um, do you mind, I'm sorry. Do you mind turning that light switch all the way up? Yeah. There's like a slide next to it. Yeah. That, that might be the reason. Right.
0: <laughs> Thank um, you. Appreciate it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I think it's, it's one of those things is, uh, motivation and being the aggressor towards, uh, my anxiety is what's been the most beneficial um rather than you know fearing anxiety it's it's all fear you know it's all worry yeah. it's fear and you want to like crumble up and hide and you want to get rid of that feeling now i'm trying to find that motivation to like feel that yeah and not want to run away instead right. like one v one it like let's go check up i'm ready to go like i'll deal with you right now i don't have to fear you i don't want you to take over you know I'm right like, deal with you right now so i have a question
1: how did that girl react did she ever contact you <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> um yeah we i actually went and talked to her afterward uh Ooh. i did went i went afterward and talked to her um she's a fantastic person um we just talked afterward and then we're, we're cool now so it's it's it, it, it's it's over it's whatever but uh, <laughs> it, it was it was a happy ending
1: so so the performance that night you were pretty satisfied with
0: Yeah, I I was because there was a certain moment where I kind of, I had Akash come on stage with me. I played one of his songs that he didn't release at the time. And then um, I had my friend Matthew come up with me. and He was in crutches. So he kind of gave me one of his crutches. And we were both like swinging them up in the air like that. And then um, we just had a good time. I mean, it was really more along the lines of just, I felt like this is why I perform. There was no fear at the end, at the night. And as soon as I stopped playing, and then it all like came back, and I was just like, okay, I did what I need to do. So now I don't really care what happens. Now right. you can you can scream and yell in my ear all you want. I'm fine. Yeah. I'm done. I did it. There's I'm done performing. I accomplished. You lost. I won. Fuck you. Like, you know I'm, I'm good. <laughs> you know so that's how it went down. That's again.
1: awesome, man. So uh, what else have you been up to? I know you just said that you have a clothing line that's coming back out. What is that like?
0: Um yeah, so Sunset Volume 3 I have coming out. Volume 3. Volume 3, the third one. I wasn't going to do a third one. Um but then I met a lot, you know, a lot of just new people in college which I'll never take for granted. Um and they're all like, "Hey, like do you have any more clothing? Do you have any more clothing?" and I'm just like, "I sold out." And they're like, "Oh, like let me know when you do the next one." I'm like, "Oh." Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe I do want to do another one. Maybe I don't. I don't know. But um here I am. Here I am. I don't have a specific date, but um I just had a gala for the clothing line because everyone's on spring break right now. And I want to do something nice mm-hmm. because everyone who's been there and supported me is the only reason I'm here. If I didn't have people support my clothing line or like support me as a DJ, I mean like I'd just be a student. Yeah, I would just be a student. My gosh, gotcha. so. I'm really sorry about that. Oh no, worries at all. That's it's all good. Um,
1: yeah, that's and that's one thing that I mean you could probably take anywhere, right? A clothing line like you can sell it online. You can sell it to just the people you go to school with. Do you have any goals for that? Like, what's your purpose for the clothing clothing line?
0: <clears throat> um, that's. Yeah, I mean, I what I do is I try to do, like, limited edition. Yeah. I don't want to just stick my name on a shirt and just be like, get it. I want right. you to be like, I would get this even if it wasn't his. You mm. know, I know, and I understand some people will just get it to be like, hey, we just want to support you. And right. I appreciate that. Some people just be like, hey, I can't afford it right now, but I support you. Same thing. Love mm-hmm. it. I appreciate it. Um, So for me, I'm going to do it for two weeks online for, like, you know, pre-orders and then have it come out and i'll have a bulk order that i'll probably only sell at shows so oh, okay. next time i have my next shows i can have some like merch there so cool so that's cool. the plan
1: yeah um now, do you record anything like like, uh, like music wise oh uh, like make like, i i know you dj but do you like make music
0: um so i've recorded about six mixes i have and that's all I've recorded. Um, my brother he makes music, uh, he produces, um, but I kind of just do the mixing and the live performances and stuff like that. So I have I have some stuff that I've like recorded and it's on SoundCloud and it's been doing actually pretty good. I think I have one that's almost or actually I think it just passed uh, twenty thousand views. So wow! I I know and it's it's so funny as I'm like oh like. I totally realized that none of my friends listen to my music. <laughs> none of them do. And I'm looking at where they are, and it's like Australia, like Sydney. And I'm wow. like, oh, sh- I love Australia. Never been there.
1: Um, yeah. yeah. I've never been there, and I don't think I want to go anytime soon. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's a neat place. Um, do you mind if we play it at the end, end of this podcast?
0: Yeah, I'm sure we can put something up yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah That'd yeah. be cool. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um. So uh you said that you went through a bunch of like mental health things this year um what kind of things have you gone through
0: um yeah it was uh it was more along the lines of like a whole new like aggressive type of like anxiety it just started like like all of a sudden like i'd feel like this like tingle down my neck and i'm like oh shit this is just about to go down and it got to a point where it was hard for me to fall asleep and I have, like, no shame in admitting this. There was one point where, like, my friends were in, like, the living room and I was just in my room and I was just, like, bawling. I just started bawling. I was just, like, I don't know why. I just started, like, bawling. I was, like, this is, I am I just hate this. This sucks and I hate it and I don't want to DJ because I'm afraid of going on stage and I wanted to seek only emotional comfort and at that point I realized if I want to get to where I want to go then I can't seek emotional comfort that's that's not an option I have to realize that I'm not going to be able to be you know stress-free all the time or there's going to be no anxiety you know but I need to find a way to have those things but like come at me but not bother me
1: have you found a way for that to happen
0: um uh, yes, I've had, I've had a point where it's like, I try to do my best of, um, got it. I mean, works. <laughs> um, I've gotten a point where I try to talk myself through it rather than, you know, sit there and just let it ramble at me. I start talking back at it and I kind of like, okay, now hold on, wait a second. I have performed and done this before. I've performed sick. I've performed anxious. I've performed uh, worrying. I've performed with my stomach hurting. I've performed in front of ten people. I've performed in front of all. I've done so many different things that I know I'm capable of doing these things now. I've done. I've performed multiple times now. Mm-hmm. Um. So when it starts, you know, when it starts to get anxious at me, now I'm starting to realize like I'm expecting it. It's going to be a while until I like finally get over this, but I'm expecting it. And when it comes, I'm like, okay, this isn't something new. I'm used to it. It's like if you punch me in the arm the first time, ouch, that would actually really hurt. I'd probably start crying. And then if you, <laughs> if, if you, if you punch me again the second and third time, then it's just like, okay, that's hurt. And then you keep punching it. After a certain amount of time, I'm like, okay, I'm used to this. You think
1: you'll be able to withstand it? Probably not. i kept doing it? Yeah, honestly, (laughs) you seem like you work out. I don't, (laughs) just don't hit me, man. Um,
0: But yeah, at at some point it's going to be like, okay. You get used to it. I'm going to get used to it. It's a
1: factor of life.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
1: So has there been any like exercise type things that, not exercise like physically, but like anything like maybe mentally or like thought process wise that you've like, like certain things that you've done that help you specifically? For when you become anxious or have like panic attack type things. Oh, for sure. Um, number
0: one, uh, I'll do the ritual thing that I say. Okay, that that I'll yep. do. Um, uh, deep breathing definitely helps a lot. Like taking some deep breaths. Um, before performances, what I do is I actually listen to like. Motivational videos like those five minute like motivational like I think it's like E.T.'s like talking Eric Thompson mm-hmm. He's just like talking. He's like you gotta do it boo. You gotta you gotta do it <laughs> And i'm like i'm saying, like yeah, I gotta do it like, you know, I have to do this and I kind of like all of what that does is changes my angle on the situation and that to me has been the biggest thing that has helped me Overall in all of my anxiety is changing my damn angle on it. You got to change your angle. When, you're, when your anxiety is like yelling at you, you're looking at it from its lens. Mm-hmm. Stop looking at it from its lens. You have to find a way to like look at it differently. You know, you have to yeah. change your your, your perspective. Your, exactly. You have to like half glass empty, half glass full, whatever that, right. uh, that one is. Um, <laughs> but you, you have to do that. You have to do that. And that's what's helped me. Cause like sometimes it's just like, again, it's like I go on, I'm like, oh my God, like there's going to be a bunch of new people at this one. Oh my God, like, what if your equipment's not working? What if, what if, what if like one of the boys gets super drunk and starts like throwing alcohol around? Oh, like, geez. you know, like, you know, your equipment fails, something, blah, 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 blah. And then I shift my angle and I'm like, okay, I've done this before. I've DJed this house before. I've um, DJed in front of new people before. I've done all these things. And then I'm like, okay, this is fine. I'm fine. And then as soon as I get on there, And I remember the reason why I'm doing this and why I love it. And there's nothing that can stop me.
1: Yeah. I think it's easy to get caught up in the moment and and like start freaking out. Cause like, even with this podcast, I've, I've had so many episodes that didn't record properly. I mean, even in this episode, (laughs) the lights (laughs) were going crazy until I took that one down. Um, and like things like that can cause distraction, right. Mm -hmm. Instead of focusing on like what it's all about. And, um, so like, you know, if I let like the podcast that I didn't record define, you know, the podcast and me, then right. I, it would keep me from moving on and wanting to continue doing the podcast. Right. Like, for instance, I f- I fucked up a big one. I I, I interviewed the mayor of Lansing, and those it was, it was supposed to be a big podcast. Right. It recorded the video but didn't record audio, and I'm like, oh man, I had three episodes back to back to back that didn't record. And that was a huge learning lesson for me. You know, from that moment, I was like, okay, I need to start doing sound checks before each episode. need Mm -hmm. to make sure all my equipment's working properly. And yeah, my equipment may fail on me, but at least now I know that what I need to do in order to prevent that from happening. So as long as you like, I mean, you said you're afraid of your equipment failing on you.
0: Yeah.
1: Like as long as you know to the best of your ability that you tried and you did whatever you could do prior to like to your show, then all you know what you can't you can't stop it from there i mean whatever happens happens
0: right right i try to i try to only control what i can yeah if if it like somebody else's equipment like messes with mine or something like again like that power outage i don't know the city of east lansing's shortage hours and all that stuff but like you know i can control at least you know my equipment and stuff like that you know at least best of my knowledge so i definitely agree
1: um now, how big are your shows? I know that that one show you said there was like a thousand people there. Are yeah. they typically that big?
0: Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I mean, when I do like, when I do, this is my last school dance I'm going to do is this prom for Okemos. That's the last one I'll do. Then I'm, I'm done with school dances. I'm, I, I got to move on from those, but I mean, <laughs> it, it's fun. It trust me. It, it's super fun, but I, I got to move on. Uh, but like that one's like 600, 700, 800 around that range. Um, but the show that like I'm about to do like the concert and stuff that one's a little bit more smaller um about like seventy eighty the Halloween night was probably the craziest one I've done outside of like, like an actual like concert or performance I'd say you know okay. that one was that one was crazy um Michigan state Michigan played that morning um Michigan state won that was that was sweet um. And then I remember, you know, walking through the streets, and I was, or again, this is a still a similar stage where I was still panicking about performing, and I was thinking, this is the biggest one, it's Halloween, like you know, mm-hmm. all this, and I get there uh, to the house, um, uh, and I like started putting up my stuff and whatever, and then it was so, cool. like, my equipment's actually upstairs. I know the house or whatever, and the I'm in the middle floor, that's where I'm performing, and I grab my like, I'm like. I'm about to go grab my equipment from upstairs, so I'm like, hey, like Chase, Tate, hey, can you like escort me through? And I've never felt like a fucking princess in my life till that <laughs> moment. It was so cool because they were like, Hey, everyone move out of the way. Like Chico's walking through, Chico's walking through. And all these like gorgeous women are like, Oh my god, who's Chico? And I'm just like that's that's me. That's that's that's
1: me. That's me. Um, that's a pretty sexy name. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Chiku. Yeah. So, thank you. Right. Right. Um, it's Chiku. <laughs> uh, so I
0: like go upstairs and like, I grab my equipment and then I walk down the stairs and there's a fight and I'm uh-huh. like, Oh, and I'm like,
1: where's Chiku? <laughs>
0: where's Chiku at? Um, and there's like a fight going on. And I have my, um, I have my like board in my hand and I'm like, First of all, I can't fight. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> gonna fight. And I like hid behind like two girls and like in the back. And I'm like, hey, like my equipment. Like I gotta take care of them. And they were like, no, you're fine. And like Chase and Tate like had to like get throw this guy out. Um, he was way too drunk. Um, and then they escort me up there. And I'm like, this house is so packed. It's so packed. Um, and I plug in my equipment. And this is the moment where. I refell in love with music. As soon as I plugged it in and I like scratched my like uh board, everyone started chanting Chiku. And I was like, oh my goodness. Like the adrenaline took over the anxiety like that. Like just like that. And I was just like, oh my goodness. And they're just chanting like Chiku, Chiku. <laughs> and I'm like, wow. Like this is this is what I wanna do this is what I want to do. And I played my first song and watching everyone jump and just go crazy. Like no one is panicking in that room. No one's anxiety is harming them right now.
1: Cause they're all drunk.
0: Well, that was <laughs> probably a, a, a it played a part. but like no, everyone was singing the songs, going crazy, going hype. It's Halloween weekend. Like Michigan state just won. And I look out or like somebody comes up to me while I'm performing goes, dude, there's a line of, like, a hundred people trying to get in this house. And I'm like, that's crazy. And I'm, like, DJing, and then I'm not going to say the name of the person, but, like, this MSU basketball player, like, walks in, like, daps me up. I'm like, what's up? And then, like, started playing again. And I was just like, the night was just amazing. And I, like, kept going. And, you know, it was every song, you know, I had, like, people come up and, like, you know, saying, like, oh, dude, you're doing great, blah, blah, blah. And, like, I try not. I prefer not to be bothered when I'm DJing, but it, it felt really nice to, you know, just be like, after all that panicking and worrying and all of that, it always works out. It yeah. always works out. And I think uh, one of the most important things is you can't get rid of the fear before doing the thing. You have to do the thing to get rid of the fear. That's the only way. That's yeah. Only that's way.
1: so crippling, right? To to just let like let that anxiety, let that fear Define that whole situation. Like it's so easy to just be like, okay, I'm I'm done. I'm not. I'm not. I can't do this. I'm not gonna do it. Right. I'm not gonna go up there.
0: It's 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 so scary. You also
1: got to remember too that like especially in a situation like that, they're all probably drunk, so they're not gonna care. Uh,
0: that that's yeah, That was is <laughs> what's really nice about the house is um at five thirty um, uh, I, well we call it five thirty. It's five thirty Division Street, but um shout out five thirty um and. Like First of all, the guys there are just so damn nice. And they said, like, Chiku, look, if anything happens, we have another speaker and we'll just play music. You play as long as you want. You do whatever you want. We'll take care of the rest. Do you want any water? Do you want anything to drink? Like, let us know. Do you need a fan? And they're just some of the nicest guys I've met. And I'm like, if I'm going to get back into DJing through whatever I'm going through, mm-hmm. they that was the best place to do it. And that was the best people to be around. And that, I think, was something I took for granted till actually talking about it this moment was like I could have easily been panicking whatever and been like, okay, Hey, you're going on tour now. And I would have been like, I don't know anyone. This is scary. High pressure. No, this was the least amount of pressure. And if anything happened, like I'll be okay. I'll be taken care of. And I mean, here I am now. I, I've DJed that house a few times now and I'm about to have my second show, which I am worried about. I, I trust me. I I am worried about, but um,
1: where's that going to be?
0: That's gonna be at the Fledge, um, oh, okay. which is a phenomenal place. They do a really good stuff, or they do really good stuff for the community. Yeah, um, and I'm excited to try it out. It's my first time doing it there. Okay, being in there, so you've never like, been there. I went in there to sound check, and I met the owner, who's Jerry, j- such a nice guy. Yeah, Jerry's Su- cool. Yeah, such a nice yeah. guy. I really like him.
1: Have you ever done this podcast? No. Yeah, you should get on there. I, I feel like I should. I yeah, feel like it's I should. every it's called every damn day. Mm-hmm. do you know what it is no I no yet. he just interviews uh people from the community uh i mean kind of like this yeah but you know he does it at the fledge mm-hmm. and um yeah he just talks to cool interesting people
0: all right i'll, I'll have to i'll have to just, get into that yeah just reach out to him we'll do yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I will i will i gotta get i gotta get the show done first but um uh yeah i'm i'm super excited and this the sweetest thing is is they've got this um painting in the back yeah that sunset painting yeah they, they can't get out of there and i'm like that works perfectly for me. Cause I love sunsets. So that's how I do all <laughs> my music is through sunset. So I'm excited.
1: You, so you're going to do it behind that painting or in front of that painting. right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. They have like that double layer. Yeah. Um, Mr. Page is, I call him Mr. Page but Rodney Lamar page. I can't call him anything <laughs> else. Cause he's like my elder. I'm like, Mr. Page, like, you know, <laughs> I, I grew up knowing him as that, but yeah, Mr. Page is going to DJ on that first level. And then that second level will be me. I'll come oh, on cool. off the side. And I have visions in my head of how I want to do this. And, um, I mean, I'll celebrate my birthday there too. So, uh, cool. I'll have my first.
1: Three. Is it so you're doing the show on your birthday?
0: Uh, my no, my birthday is the 17th, which is St. Patrick's Day, and then the 18th is the show. So, so you're gonna get lit for your- No, I no? can't. I can't. I know all of my friends are just like they're probably like, dude, shut up. You, you're gonna have to, <laughs> and I'm like, I really don't want to because March Madness is my favorite time of the year. Ah, and it starts then. So, I mean, I'll probably just you know have my first drink. Uh, How old first, are you? 20.
1: Oh, you're not even 21. I, uh, yeah,
0: I know. I'll have my first drink then. So, I'll,
1: so you will be 21.
0: I will be 21.
1: Bro, you got a drink. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. I know.
0: I know. Um, but
1: <sighs> no pressure. Yeah. <laughs> Trust
0: me. I've gotten so much pressure from all my friends about that, but I gotta go. I gotta wake up the next day, sound checking all of that. I mean, yeah. that's, if I had one thing I'd want to do on my birthday, it's literally DJ. That's it. I mean, or, or you know, like, that's actually really it. I'd, all I'd want to do is DJ. And um, the next day I get to DJ, the the me of the dream day is wake up, watch March Madness, sound check, and then go perform. Like,
1: Awesome. Boom. That sounds like a beautiful day. That
0: sounds like a gorgeous day. <laughs> I mean, that
1: sounds amazing to me. So, yeah. That's awesome. Um now, I do want to mention uh, your TikTok makes me laugh. Oh, when you yeah. do your, your uh, Indian accent. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. The way you're able to just turn that on and off, I, I laugh my ass off every yeah. time. Like, how is he able to do that?
0: <laughs> it's funny, like, when I explain uh, people who aren't Indian, my parents, i always give them like an indian accent i always do that because they can't tell the difference i mean you know and i I, my mom and dad are very fluent in english and they have you know they're they have pretty english accents you know Um, but i always make them sound indian and stuff like that (laughs) i kind of i think the thing about my tiktok was like i wanted to do it about music but at the same time i kind of want it to be like funny but at the same time like i try to do mental health stuff on there you know i'm like hey like you know here's a little piece of advice if it doesn't, I don't care about who likes it or if it goes viral or not. If it helps one person, mm-hmm. I did my job. Yeah. I'm cool with it. And then if I have to throw it on an Indian accent, you know, like, I'll do it. You know, if it, if it makes someone laugh, I'll do it. I try not to do it like, to offend anyone, none of that, you know. I don't think
1: it's offensive. I, I mean, mean, you're Indian. I mean, I Indian. how's that offensive? That's what I'm hoping, you know. But
0: <laughs> I, one thing I I'm not a big fan of is cancel culture. Mm. Um, I think preach it. I I, I can't stand cancel culture. I, I, I'm not I'm not a big fan of it. I think how are we supposed to? How are we supposed to? Um, like you can't judge people for making mistake all the time. Sometimes you can, but th- like if someone makes a mistake, how are they supposed to feel like, okay, I want to change if all you're going to do is like beat them up for what they did, you know, mentally or like oh, cancel cl- them, you know, it's closing,
1: like, it's closing a uh, conversation. I mean, cause yeah. you're telling them that what you said was wrong and now you can't be a part of the conversation.
0: And it's, it's, I think it's, it's, it's rough is cause nothing is more important. I mean, mistakes are honestly good. If I make a mistake and I learn from it and therefore it won't happen, I don't want to be judged about that because that's the same thing as you being like, you did this in the past. Right. And I'm like, how am I supposed to grow? That's the same thing as you robbing my old house. I don't live there anymore. You can't, like, there's nothing there, but you are just keep trying to rob my house, like my old one. Yeah. It's, it's it's, it's to me, ridiculous, and that's why um, people make mistakes. Is You know, you got to learn from them, and sometimes you might make that same mistake again, but as long as you're learning and you're trying, like... Come
1: on. There's a a recent situation that happened with uh the Lansing Brewing Company. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you've seen that. I haven't. Known. But um they are they were going to do this uh maga like like they I guess they were doing like a maga um like uh event downtown and then they invited those people to come to their restaurant for like lunch and stuff. And I don't know. I don't know what it's about, honestly. I don't know what the MAGA thing is about. Right, like Trump's right. not in office anymore, so whatever. Right, right. Um. But what I seen was everybody from the community is like, "Oh, now." Oh, I seen other business owners too. Like say, like now's now is a good time to boycott this restaurant. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't agree with that. Like I, I mean, yeah, you yeah. may not agree with what MAGA is, but again, you're you're taking that person out of the conversation. You can't do that. Yeah, like,
0: it's it's a, that one. That one. Yeah, that's a tough one because I mean. Uh... I mean, I I I don't mind saying it. I'm not the biggest Trump fan out there. I don't think a lot of people are. Yeah, uh, but it's it. I'll say this: there are, I think, about forty percent of my friends would identify as Republican. All Mm -hmm. right, I love each and every single one of them. I don't. It it shouldn't matter. And I think the problem is is we're separating into two separate spots now. Yeah, and it's either one or the other, and. And then we have to bring awareness to one thing and then that means that like you can't, you know, bring awareness to the other thing and it's just like bring this up and then this up and then it keeps like one stack on the other. At some point, I just want everything to be like, look, if you're a good person, you're a good person. I'm friends with you. It's fine. You know, I just I think we're losing that like bondage.
1: Yeah, I think we're letting identity politics define who we are as people and the people we surround ourselves with. Mm Um, cause I think a lot of people have more in common than don't. Um, but like, for instance, like you said, 40% of your friends are I Republican. Say, I'd
0: say 40 or 50. I, like, I mean, are yeah. they
1: really fully Republican or do they just have like kind of Republican ideas that they agree with? Oh, some of them are like legit, like, Oh, full on Trump people.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, some, <laughs> some of them, I mean, some of them really are. And some of them are completely opposites. And I mean, like I respect, would like,
1: would you consider them like as, um, like white supremacist type people?
0: No, 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 no. That then that would be uh, that would that would conflict with my personal beliefs, and I'd be like, then we would have a problem. We'd have right. a little bit. We'd have a little bit of issue
1: because that um, that's my problem too. Is like we, especially with this whole MAGA thing and like the whole Trump supporter thing. Um, People want to say, oh, just because you like Trump or that you voted for Trump, that you're this white supremacist type person. Right. Um, but really, he could just be the guy for that party that you identify most with. Right. 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 And uh, so then that beco- that comes into the whole cancel culture thing. Like, oh, because you support part of those ideas, mm-hmm. then we need to cancel you. You can't be a part of the conversation anymore. And that's yeah. the problem I have. Right. And that's the problem I had with the whole lansing brewing company is you know just because they invited those people down to their restaurant for lunch which to me i guess as a business owner like right. you're trying to make money right you know um it might not be the wisest thing depending on what they're trying to mm-hmm. rally for or whatever mm-hmm. but um to cancel them, cancel them i think is is i don't know it's a it's, it's,
0: a, it's a little rough because i mean.
1: And it just was kind of disconcerting for me to see like other business owners here local, like local mm-hmm. business owners to be like, yeah, you shouldn't be a part of them. Like you shouldn't go there. You shouldn't support them. I just, I don't know.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, that, that one's, that one's a tough one. Again, it, it all stems from like the, the, I'm, I'm just not, I'm, I'm not a fan of cancel culture because I've made mistakes. I mean, we talked about this. I have made many mistakes in my past and if for, for someone to say, yo, Fuck Chiku for the shit he did in high school, or you know what he did in the past. You I know. say fuck Chiku. Yeah, I mean that's that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> Go for it. I mean, but like it, it's it's one of those things. It's just like, how am I supposed to how am I supposed to truly change when I have to always constantly worry about looking like. Behind me to see if someone's gonna bring up my past. Yeah, you know, like then why am I gonna change if no matter what somebody's gonna you know bring up my past? Then there's no point, you know. And I mean, to me, I I try, I try to be a good person, and sometimes that just doesn't happen. Sometimes I fuck up. Sometimes I do.
1: Well, and the thing is, too, is like so many people change. Like, I mean, ten years ago when I was your age, Mm -hmm. almost ten years ago, that's so crazy to say. I feel like an old person. (laughs) No, you're still young. Don't (laughs) worry about it. You're still young. but you know if like like if you talked to me 10 years ago you'd be like wow he's that guy's an arrogant asshole like <laughs> I mean I don't, I don't think I was like super arrogant but like I had like i ideas of what I thought like things were you know like but now my ideas and my like like political ideas all that's kind of it's actually made like a 180, 180 yeah. like there's certain things I, b- I believe are you know like like I am not like for instance, I don't really consider myself like right wing or left wing mm-hmm. or like Republican or Democrat. Right, right. I'm just kinda middle of the road. Right. Like today I went shooting guns. Like I, I have guns, I love guns. Right. Um so I guess that would be second like second amendment, that'd be right. like right wing. Right. But like if somebody wants an abortion, I don't really care. It's not right. my it's not my thing. I I I don't care. It doesn't enough, affect yeah. me. Like so, you know, I'm just kind of the middle of the road. But, you know, ten years ago, if you had asked me about that based on the way I grew up, I probably would have answered differently. Right. And uh, I think, you know, people change and to kind of just cancel somebody because they don't agree with you in that moment. Right. is completely wrong.
0: It's, I, I mean, again, it's, it's so, I mean, I would never have painted my nails in high school. <laughs> I'm going to say that right now. I never would have. I I, I I
1: wouldn't Do have. you think you would have gotten beat up for that in high uh, school? Uh, no, 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 no. I don't think I would have. The, the reason why I ask is because, like, when I was in school, like, if a man did that, um, or if a male did that, mm-hmm. then you would be, like, gay, yeah, or you would yeah. be, like, whatever. They'd, yeah,
0: they'd say something about it. I mean, if yeah. I went to, I don't know, if I walked into, I remember when I was with my mom, and I was really young, and we went to India together, and, like, I was like, Mom, you want to try painting? And she was like, what do you? And I was like, <laughs> we were at this, like, marketplace, whatever, and, like, she, like, painted, like, two of my nails. And I remember, like, these four old Indian guys just staring at me with, like, disgust. And I was just like... oh my god this is wrong this is so wrong this is wrong and I was taking what their opinion was and letting it be like oh this is wrong then this has to be wrong they think it's wrong it's gotta be wrong and I mean Now, I mean, like, I paint my nails, I wear rings, like, I don't care. It seems
1: like a fit to you. I think it's something that is, it's like
0: me now, you know, this is me now. And I mean, again, if I didn't
1: look at you like, like, while that guy showed up with painted fingernails, right? Like, you know, (laughs) and
0: who, who, you know, who am I to judge somebody else, you know? Like, that's the same thing with, like, I, I identify as straight, but if somebody else wants to be. Gay, bi, trans, like, who am I to judge you? It's your life. Go live it. Why Why do you have to hear yeah. my beliefs, you know? Go do whatever you want, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, the same thing with you said, like, it, 10 years ago, like, you know, you had that point of view. And, I mean, for me, um, I try to, what I try to do is, ch- to me, Chiku is not, like, chiku it's it's more along the lines of just so many different people who have influenced me and i take bits and pieces what i think is you know the best qualities and stuff like that so i mean again like in high school would i have painted my nails no but now i'd love to paint my nails i'll paint my nails before i go on stage or i do something creative or something like that so i mean i'm sure my opinions are going to change going on to the future and i think with everything going on in the world i mean it's it's rough but i think the especially with the tiktok thing is like i try to like Bring a little bit more positivity. You know, all you see on social media is just so negative. Yeah. Sometimes I don't even, I like Instagram. I I used to love Snapchat. I barely use Snapchat now, but I used to love Instagram. And now sometimes I don't want to open it up because if I go through stories, you look at it and it's so sad. Mm -hmm. Everything is so sad now. Everything is about, you know, what's going on in the world, sad, you know, like, uh, I mean, the stuff that's happening in europe you know and yeah. you, you're seeing stuff about like cancel culture cancel culture cancel culture and yeah. the biggest problem is is everyone starts to believe what they read that's a problem i try not to do that because it's the same thing as if you were to tell me johnny right is somebody's like johnny's such an asshole screw that guy and then i meet johnny and i judge him based off of what you said right. and Maybe johnny's just actually a really nice guy and you met him at just a wrong time yep. you know
1: That's one thing I've learned over the years, uh, especially like working in, uh, G. have working at GM, uh, people will all the time walk the line and they'll be like, oh, that person's an asshole. Like he said this, like it's, it's, it's like high school in there. It's crazy. But you got to form your own opinions and your own ideas about people based off of your experience with them. Because like, it's so easy to be like, wow, okay, I'll take, I'll take that into consideration. That person is an asshole. And then you work next to him the next day and you're like, this guy's this guy's not an asshole. He's not an He's, asshole. He seems yeah. fine. Like he right. might have just had a bad day.
0: Right, right. I mean, hundred percent. And That's another reason why I don't. I don't like. Uh, I never got a fake ID. I can say that. I never got a fa- I never got a fake ID. <laughs> wink, so wink. Did. No, no, no. no I seriously, actually, no, I, I never got one. And I think uh, when you go to the bars and college and stuff, and I like hear stories about. Them, like I, w- I go to Michigan State. You know, it's a party school. Yeah. And I've walked past people, and these are these dudes that wear like. They're frat kids. I they're they're in frats and stuff, and I like walk past them and they just look at me like they're judging me. And I'm like, dude, what? Like you just you think you're entitled to the world and you're judging me before even knowing me. Yeah, I think that's such a problem. Is I think.
1: And they're in a frat. Who I are mean, they to be yeah, judging anybody? Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> you're paying
0: for your friends. No, I'm just playing. I, I and I do have a friend who's in a frat, and he's one of the nicest guys I know for sure. So I mean, it's not it's not all frat guys and stuff like that. I can't categorize you know one person based <laughs> off that, but. Um, yeah, I mean, I just think yeah, that, that would be judging Yeah. fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think again, what's most important is just like, I think we need to just me as at least this is my opinion and what I got to do. I got to do this. You know, I, I, I'm going to hold myself accountable. I got to do this. I got to stop judging people, you know, based off of other people's opinions. I got to stop, you know, um, uh, thinking, you know, that I need to impress everyone. Uh, And then the third thing I need to do is just start being more positive. Everyone's going through something. You could easily have something really traumatic going on right now and I wouldn't know about it. But like I got to be nice to you. You know, sometimes what I personally do is now every single day if I see someone wearing a nice shirt or even if like you can tell that they tried to put on something nice, I go out of my way and just be like, Hey, I like your outfit, you know, and they'll be like, Oh, thank you. And smile and walk away. And I, you never know that smile. That simple thing could have made their complete day when they had an absolute shitty day, their car broke down, blah, 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 blah. blah. So, I mean, I think it's just, we need to start being so much more positive. We need to start being way more positive.
1: We just need to start communicating more.
0: That's true. That's, I'm, that, I would say
1: that that's our number one issue Mm -hmm. is communication because, I mean, that leads to cancel culture by not talking to people that leads to cancel culture by not talking to people like that helps like if I, you know, talking to you, like you know, telling you I like your music or mm-hmm. whatever, it's, it's going to make you feel good, right? So, right. I hope, communication. I hope you like my music. I mean, I, mean, I, hope, <laughs> I hope you do. <laughs> I actually have never heard it. Oh, wow. Except for the videos that you put oh, okay, out. Okay, okay, okay.
0: Yeah, I will. I will send you. I'll send you a link of it all and whatnot, so you can. You can if you want to listen to it, you can. <laughs> you don't have to, but you should. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm, I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you.
1: Is that something that you have monetized, or can you monetize it? the music that you've you've recorded and put out
0: um i can only put it on soundcloud because i know if i put it up anywhere i know i can only put i only put it on soundcloud i'm sure i could try putting up on youtube but i don't think it'd work um because it's i'm remixing other artists um, oh right i'm taking the original artist then the person who remixes it and i'm taking that remix and then i'm blending it into a mix so So it's not even my work what
1: is that process like how do you find how do you find that
0: Oh, oh my goodness. Um, Hours and hours and hours of music searching. Really? I spend so much time music searching. Because most of the songs I'm going to play you are songs you've never heard of, but you can sing along to. Like I'll find uh, a Drake remix. Mm -hmm. So you you would know like Nice For What by Drake or God's Plan by Drake, Mm -hmm. for example. Right. And then somebody will take his lyrics and then put it on a different beat. And then that would be the remix. But for some reason it's a super unknown kind of category of music and that's what like I think i benefit on and why I'm different from everyone else that's like in the area so
1: so do you have to buy it how does that work
0: um it's on SoundCloud so I don't okay I don't I don't have to buy it I have SoundCloud Pro or whatever the one is so it actually has a, a feature on it where it just connects straight to your DJ board it's kind of sweet
1: interesting yeah so when you are going up to perform, do you like have like a playlist, like a, a songs or what do you, how do you do that?
0: Um, I, okay. So I don't know if this is good or not, but I freestyle almost everything I do. I love oh it. yeah. I, I, love I, it. I, I like kind of go in with like a playlist or whatever, but I don't go in order. I don't, I really like, I might prep for like big nights. Like for my show, I'll have like a set of songs and I'll kind of figure out how I want to like go through it. Um, but usually I just. I kind of look at my thing, and I look at the crowd, and I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right, let's do this. Let's do this. Oh, you like this song? All right, I'm going to go transition to this one, and then I'll kind of figure out sometimes how I want to, like, go from one song to another. But really,
1: it's kind of like,
0: let's just have fun. Let's just have fun, you know? Yeah, that's just go awesome. With it, so know?
1: do you have, like, preset buttons, like kind of like how my um, soundboard has – do you have things like that? Yeah,
0: I have. Um, I mean, some of them like the roll effect. I have effects that I do. It's not like I just play the song, stand there. Right. I Never fake my stuff. I try not to. I don't. Think you can I fake do. it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that will get me mad. Um, <laughs> you, I watch a lot of videos online. Like people send me, oh, you should do this, and I watch their hands, and they're come. They're not even twisting the knob. They'll pretend like they're twisting it. I'm like, dude. Mm-hmm. Sweetheart, what are you, do- what are you, what are you doing? What are you doing there? Huh? Um, but I, I, I try to, you know, use the effects. I try not using too much. Um, and then I have my samples, which is the famous, uh, Chiku take me to the sunset, which I've had so many people randomly just like say that. They're like, oh, Chiku <laughs> take me to the sunset. And I'm just like, oh, what's up, dude? Like, how you doing, man? Um, but yeah, th- there's some like preset stuff, but
1: yeah. Okay. Um, I had a question I was going to ask you. I don't remember what it was now. Um, so, what kind of equipment goes into into DJing? Like, obviously, a soundboard. And right. A, is it, like, a mixer? What is that?
0: Yeah, it's a it's – yeah, I guess you can call it a mixer, but it's a controller. Um, that's really – I mean, honestly, that's all I have is my controller and then my two big speakers. Okay. And then that's really it. I mean, I have my cords that, you know, connect and stuff like that, but it's not – it's not, not bluetooth or anything no, no 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 oh no no um cord's probably better right yeah cord's better because if it was bluetooth then it kind of delays sometimes right. so disconnects I, and yeah, whatnot. Yeah. oh yeah i wouldn't want that but um yeah and then i have the software on my laptop which i use so what software do you use dj serato pro <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, i mean it's, 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 it's just a dj thing so yeah most okay. almost most djs use it so yeah
1: oh yeah that's what i was gonna ask you do you have any competition
0: Um, Like other other people, yeah, yeah. Um, I know some of the DJs around here. Um, not like personally, but I just know of them. And most of them do the bars and stuff like that. But again, like me as a DJ, I don't want to do the bars. That's not something I want to do. Um, because I don't, I don't want to go up there and then have tons of people request me songs, and then I have to feel forced to like play what the crowd wants
1: that's not creative uh creative freedom right
0: no I mean if at that point why don't you just set up a cue list and then you know plug it in the speaker and there you go
1: right you don't right. need me there
0: a DJ is, you know you have to trust me you gotta you gotta trust me you don't go to a Travis Scott concert or like a dre concert or any you know artist be like hey can you play like despacito you know like you don't right. need, <laughs> you don't you don't do you don't do that you know so I mean for me as like a, a DJ I try to I try to just hope you trust me just, just, just trust me, you know, if you, if you like, you know, rap, if you like EDM, if you like lo-fi, if you like house, trust me, just, you know, pull up to the show and then, you know, have a good time and enjoy it. Um, like when I do the house at five thirty, when I do that, the house, um, usually it's like, you know, rap. And then honestly, I have no shame in saying it, but like, sweet escape or like you know a little bit of t swift like i'll, I'll go out and sing that like yeah. I'll, I'll put it up you know i try what i try to do at that house specifically is like i'm not going to play those songs when i do my concerts but like i try to make sure like everyone feels like a main character right. that's the biggest right. thing is like when you see you know everyone's stressing from like exam week and stuff and they're like dude it's the weekend get a few drinks in me and then i want to just sing a song like that's you know i want them to come in there and you know their eyes are closed and they're singing lyric for (laughs) lyric bar for bar and i'm like that's what i want uh for you to do so uh most of the djs i know they do the bar scene and stuff like that all credit to them if that's what you want to do that's what you want to do that takes a certain skill to sit there for eight hours and you know be able to like transition and
1: right you know right. take
0: what song and whatever but for me personally
1: that's a different style right
0: it is it is slightly different style for me uh when i do my stuff it's it's more along the lines of i'm gonna take you on a full journey yeah and you just gotta trust me yeah and it's sweet because not 5 30 they know this is like no one no one asked for a request everybody knows even it's so funny new people like on halloween would like try coming up and like people like hey no you can't come up there and I'm like, Yeah, you can't. Yeah, 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 <laughs> no, you can't. No 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 no. Don't don't do that. I've had some people even asked to like pay me. Oh wow. And I'm like, no, like
1: You don't accept tips?
0: I mean you can Venmo me. The Venmo was on the thing one time. Uh but no, I don't I'm not gonna have you come up to me and say, Here's ten dollars, play this song. Oh, I see. I'm not gonna do that because you're gonna break my first of all, you're gonna break my pattern. Number two, um, I usually don't get paid when I do the 530 house and I'm, I'm not there to get paid. I don't really care about, you know, right. I mean, money will come. Money's nice and all, but like if I'm doing music the way I love and it's really my escape, I have to be very cautious with like what I do for money. You right. Know, right. If I'm going to like switch up.
1: Yeah, so. You don't want to be a sellout. Right. Oh, you don't no. want to settle, no. settle for just a couple bucks.
0: Right. That's the same thing with the bars. It's like, if someone be like, Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, no, if someone, (laughs) if someone would be like, here's like a thousand for the night, go, go to the bars. I'd be like, if I did do that, I wouldn't play bar music. I'd be like, all right, you're asking me (laughs) to play. I'm going to do music. I want to play. And I don't care if it's,
1: why can't you do that? Why couldn't you do that? Tell them that you're not going to take requests. You're just going to play what you want to play.
0: Uh, because that would be really risky. Cause I mean, when you go to the bars, you know, you want to be able to sing the songs and stuff like that. You know, I, I've never been inside a bar, so I don't really even know yeah, what you they You can't play. really go in. Yeah, no, I can't. I, again, I don't have a fake ID. Never did. <laughs> never been in any of those bars. Um, but I mean, again, I love doing that house. Um, unfortunately every single time the cops do get called. Really? Uh, oh yeah. Uh, cause it's
1: loud, loud noise. Yeah. Noise complaints.
0: Yeah. <sighs> That, that one will frustrate me, too, but, I mean, it's, last time we did it, cops got called at, like, 11. Oh. It's not even midnight. It's Friday. It's college town. It's literally in East Lansing. Right. Like, right there. Like, come on. Yeah. It's a Friday. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on, MSU police. Yeah, 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 you know, like, and, I mean, I've never gotten <laughs> ticketed or anything like that, and again... It, it just, it just happens to happen. Why would they
1: ticket you? You're just there doing a job. I know. They never, I'm just saying,
0: they never ticket me, but like, you know, I always feel bad. And the guys at the house, again, I love them. I love them so much. Like, dude, don't worry about it. Like, you're fine. You know, they're there. Don't worry about it.
1: Continue playing. You can
0: take, Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, all right, I can see the cops going. I'm like, ah, oh, boom. <laughs> uh, but it is what it is. So.
1: Wow. Wow, man. That's uh, that's awesome. Um, Is there anything else you want to talk about? We're an hour in an hour oh wow oh yeah. wow <laughs> hour went quick yeah it was a um, like strobe strobe show at first but yeah <laughs> <laughs> i should have brought my board and dj for you then. <laughs>
0: um overall i mean um i got my show coming up which i'm excited about again what's the date that's march 18th that's super soon i wish i could go to that um I can. not yeah, Don't worry about it. I'll well, be out of town. That's you don't have to lie to me. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not lying. <laughs> no, 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 it's all good. Um yeah, March 18th at the Fledge. That's my set. I know.
1: I'm sorry. I will be in town. I was thinking April. Sorry. Oh uh,
0: yeah, so yeah, March 18th at the Fledge. Uh that's after sundown too. That's my second headlining concert. Um I have that and then I got my third clothing line coming out, which um Super excited about that one's just a little delayed right now, but we're working on it. We'll, you know, see how it goes. And
1: Uh, then they can get that on social media.
0: Yeah, at uh Chiku, so C H E E K U and then period underscores my Instagram. So all my links will be in my bio. I'll post about it. Um and then yeah, just working on my mental health. We'll see, you know, if I come on back in for a third time where I where I'm panned out at. But um yeah, just, you know, continue for anyone who's listening, just like work on yourself. Um, you're a surfer and there's waves out there and those waves can sometimes be terrifying or they can be, you know, super small or whatever. But you're a surfer and each wave rises just like your anxiety. It's going to rise. But at the same time, it always falls. But no surfer should sit on the beach for too long. You've got to go chase it. You've got to go ride the wave. That'd be my advice.
1: That's a great analogy, yeah, you' like that's, that's really good, that's not I like mine, that no <laughs> it's
0: not mine, but my do- it's kind of mine, but my doctor and I we talk about it all the time, so
1: oh, that's awesome. that's yeah. a really good analogy yeah um do you have a song that on your phone? I do you mind playing i
0: don't I don't unfortunately have a song um per se, but I don't yeah I mean I wouldn't be able I wouldn't be able to play it wouldn't be my song, you'd have just listen to the mix, which oh, is okay, long, but I can give the link and stuff like that to you. Um, so you can put it wherever you want or something.
1: Okay. Well, um, everything will be in the show notes, so go there, get it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Is that it?
0: I I think that's everything. Yeah. Again, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. It's a pleasure. And, uh, thank you for doing this for, I'll speak on behalf of the community. Thank you for this. giving us an opportunity to talk. So yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. Thanks for doing this, man. Yeah. All right. Peace. Peace.